162 games of baseball a season can feel like a grind to watch, but you can put the excitement back into each and every game with my bookie. Run lines, money lines, props galore. Nobody gives you more opportunities to win than my bookie. Getting started is simple. Deposit $300 and play with $200 instantly. Just use promo code ZABE to claim a MyBookie deposit bonus. Whether you're a diehard fan or a newcomer to the sport, there's never been a better time to join the MyBookie family. Go ahead and sign up today using promo code ZABE to secure your first deposit bonus up to $1,000 with MyBookie. Whatever you put in, they'll meet halfway all the way up to $1,000. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with mybookie.com. Today on the ZabeCast, is there a door on the surface of Mars? It doesn't mean that Martians are really, really tiny. Deshaun Watson going all out to win over his teammates in Cleveland, but it'll be Goodell, the final video game boss he's got to beat. Mr. X joins me to talk season totals in football and how to bet the ponies if you're a total idiot like me. All that plus beer prices that should be a crime. Your bonus, uncensored, 30-minute version of me is locked and loaded. So buckle up and let's go. Here we go. Tuesday, May 17th. 2022. Thank you for downloading. I love extraterrestrial drama. But it looks like this one's too good to be true. Is there a door on Mars? The Mars rover, a little probe that we have plopped on the surface of the red planet, and that has been just driving around, taking pictures, maybe taking samples, although it's not capable of sending samples back. But it has been driving around Mars now for years, I believe. Caught a photograph of what looks like a perfectly carved doorway into a rock outcropping on the surface of Mars. It's so clean, it's so rectangular, it's got sort of an angled walkway, you're like, and there's no real rubble around it either, where you're like, well, if this was just a naturally collapsed part of the rock surface, where's the debris that would be lying in the doorway of this teensy-tiny door? By the way, the photograph makes the door look bigger than it is. It is approximately... 30 centimeters across, and 45 centimeters wide. Uh, And the scientists there say, yeah, nice try. You can actually see the back of the wall inside this rectangular sort of cutout, and it leads to nowhere. (laughs) Or so they say. (laughs) Uh, This, according to the experts, is the uh, cause caused by earthquakes that are common on the planet and that the earthquakes can shake free certain chunks of the rock depending on the uh, the seams and the fissures in it, but still. It's a good one, though. It's a good one. I like it. I like to think that there are little tiny Martians. Take me to your planet. Walking out of a door inside. Like, what if we found on some planet a beehive of extraterrestrial life? That would be crazy. But... Not yet. We'll uh, we'll keep looking. 
as Molly, as Scully said in X Files, the truth is out there. Or was it Mulder? Mulder believed. Scully did not. Scully was the chick. Jillian Anderson. Mulder was David Duchovny. Okay, got it. Nailed it. Thank you very much. Uh, by the way, the Red Rover has been on Mars for more than a decade. Ten years roving around. Looks like QB1 in Cleveland is going all out to win over his teammates. Sean Watson, who signed that massive, record-breaking, fully guaranteed deal to become a Cleveland Brown, has organized a Bahamas getaway for his teammates. He opted to take them to Nassau, Bahamas, chartered a private jet for the group. It grew to about 30 players, almost everyone on offense. He hoped for a turnout of at least 20, but got 27 yeses right away. A couple players are still scrambling to get their passports in order. It includes O-linemen as well as skilled players, and he booked a block of rooms at the luxury resort in Nassau and is footing the entire bill. The trip will feature on-field workouts each day as well as private group breakfasts and dinner. Now I'll say this. This is smart. Because you sign a contract that big, you know he's going to struggle at some point. He's not Tom Brady. He's not Patrick Mahomes. He's going to struggle at some point, and he may not be available for the first six games, and the Browns might get their teeth kicked in because he's serving a suspension. So you should probably get as many of your players on board, your fellow teammates on board, as possible. But this just makes Baker Mayfield look like even more of a shitheel by comparison, who, by the way, is still on the roster. I'm assuming, by the way, Baker Mayfield was not invited on this trip. I'm going to have to read the whole story from Mary Kay Cabot in the Cleveland Plate Dealer. <laughs> Can you imagine how awkward that would be? Hey, hey, Deshaun, uh, am I invited on this Bahamas getaway? We shall see. And then there's this, I ain't jealous, I'm just confused. I swear to God. The Barstool Boys that do the foreplay pod... Uh, Riggs and Frankie Borelli, Trent, and the fourth guy who I don't know. Boy, are they living their best life. For whatever reason, during the practice round Monday at the PGA Championship, one Tiger Woods said, boys, come on in, come on in. Called them in with their press passes inside the ropes and let them stride up the fairway with just Tiger Woods in the middle of them like they were a boy band doing a photo shoot. Incredible. Now, I know Riggs is a huge Tiger fanboy, and I know that they never say anything critical about him, and I'm not hating. I swear to God, I'm I'm jealous. I'm like, look at the life. You, I mean, wow. But I don't get it from Tiger's standpoint. I guess he likes him. I guess he knows it's good for his brand to reach into that demographic. I have heard from those who listen to many, many, many golf podcasts, that it is, it's a weaker golf podcast for many of my avid golf fan listeners. Again, I am not, you're like, you're just jealous. I got to take a listen to those boys. I really haven't listened. I've listened to the No Laying Up podcast, uh, some other golf-specific podcasts. You, by the way, should listen to the Capital Golf Gang podcast once a week. That's a banger right there. By the way, I will put our podcast up quality-wise with anybody's. But we're small potatoes compared to this. But still, how about them apples? Well, good for them. 
All right, now that the schedules are out, and we are in this moment in time in which the NFL season is set in amber ahead of us, months ahead of us, and we can look at it and turn it around. Figured it was time to check in with Mr. X. Way too early, way too early to be getting into season totals in football. Or is it, Mr. X? Depends on how much you can afford to win. (laughs) Early bird gets the worm. Get in on that Browns number under before the commissioner puts Deshaun Watson on ice for the year. That's the big news that came out of Monday is that he is about to be called into the principal's office, Mr. X, to be talked to by the league to say, so... What did you do with your penis when you were supposedly getting a massage? And I guess they're going to determine his suspension off of that. That's going to be very, very interesting. But I digress. Good evening, Mr. X. Thank you for joining us. How are you, my friend? I'm good. And by the way, I'm fairly certain, as they say, Vegas knows that. (laughs) Yeah, right. Vegas knows the end. But, you know, this is a process that is very opaque. From the NFL side side of things, you know, it's like they waited this long. They waited a whole year for him to not play, finally get traded, then through the draft. Now we're finally getting to the point where they're going to call him in and say, Sue, what's going on? And there is nothing, I have nothing to base this on other than history um, over 30 years of this. But there is nothing that would surprise me if we actually knew, which we won't, that before Adam Schefter gets a text, Vegas finds out from the NFL. Sure. They're not the last to know. They're the first to know. All right. Uh, When it comes to win totals in the NFL, many people ask, well, is Mr. X as good at those as he is at baseball? And the answer to that is simply what? Hell no. (laughs) (laughs) Because A, it's a much shorter sample. B, it's a more random game. Is there a C that I'm missing on this? Well, common sense. By the way, I just looked up. I haven't really paid attention. I just looked up. Browns are not on the board in any of the shops I'm looking at. Oh. Obviously, for the same reason. Yeah, there you go. OTB. Not off-track betting, but off the board. Uh, Your highest totals are the Buccaneers... And the Bills at 11 and a half. Wow. Yeah. Um, the, the simple answer to the comparison is I would say we win football totals way more than we lose. I don't have a number handy. High 50, 60% seems logical. But the 21 years doing baseball season totals on your show, we hit I hit 80%. Which is outrageous. So it's absolutely stupid. Anybody that hasn't been listening for 20 years assumes that's garbage. But thank goodness. You Documented. Know, but the point is, so to say that, oh, something doesn't come in at 80, so... I mean, I would think I would think the way to and I don't really play season totals in football, but I would think the way to play them is to just go under hunting, because when something disastrous happens to a team, injuries, quarterback goes down, suspension, 
a wide receiver plows into the back of a woman at 3 a.m. and incinerates her to a crisp. I mean, you know, things that happen during the course of a season. The under is easier to hit when things completely disintegrate. Of course, the Raiders still made the playoffs, so maybe that's a bad example because they made the playoffs despite Henry Ruggs, despite John Gruden getting fired midseason. Well, you can make the case in any sport that I know Unders are a better play than overs. That doesn't mean they win for crying out loud. Of course, almost they half win the about fifty percent of the time. <laughs> there's usually a few more unders than overs because there's a tilt towards the overs. If you add it up, it's always higher than it can mathematically be because of a combination of reasons like overzealous fans, and it's just popular to bet over, not under. But I think what you're getting at is the bottom line is usually everything needs to go your way to go over. And there's many things that could possibly go wrong to send you on. Sure, right. Um, Is this the year that Tom Brady finally sucks? I just need him to take one snap. (laughs) Because (laughs) why? Well, way back when he retired, I took him to play next year. has to take one snap. (laughs) And I think I got it at five to one. So I just want to – everyone thinks I've already won that. It's far from one. He's got to, you know – a snap. I don't see him being a lot of August preseason games. I right. think he's when I took it, I thought he'd get a late call, like you know, the um Drew Brees phone ringing like last year, right? When a top team loses their QB and Brady would swoop in in November, December. Never dreamed he'd be coming back right out of the shoot. That wasn't that was just lucky, but is, I thought he might sneak in late. Is Brees worth a flyer to take a snap given that he tweeted, yeah. I might play football next year? Well, he already said no last year. But um, but he just right. But when he just was told he's not going to be back at NBC, I was about to say now that he realizes he stinks on the air, maybe (laughs) maybe I don't know. Do you think? Do you think as a Bradyologist yourself that he's going to be worth the thirty-seven and a half million per year on television? Of course not. Who cares? (laughs) cares? Will he be any good? Will he be Romo good? He's, you know, he's the classic love him or hate him. So, you know, many broadcast, I mean, maybe it's not Stephen A. Smith by any means, but most personalities succeed when you are a love hate, not a, eh, you know, true. So yeah, why not? True. But he's got to, he's got to say something at least for you to hate him. He's got to say something that'll peak your brain and go, oh, didn't think about that. And that was Breeze's problem. He just was too timid on everything i guess at the end of the day i would say this if he wants to do something i wouldn't bet five cents against it so it's does he just want to cash his check and move on or is he going to do what he's done his whole life which is oh yeah watch this hold my beer i'll show you how good i am so i lean that way all right Uh, we got some nba to talk about i can't wait to hear what the x2 x3 x4 contingent Mm -hmm. thinks about the disgraceful chris paul exit Yet again, he is now 0 for 7 in Game 7s in his yeah. lifetime, which is crazy. He's now blown five 2 nothing leads in series. That has never been done before by a single player. We'll get to that. Got some MLB to talk about, and you're going to tell us how to bet horses because you were listening to Andy and I on <laughs> Monday of last week just stepping on our dicks left and right trying to explain horses, which is pretty pathetic. Okay, but before we get to that, let's talk about the really good stuff. Real talk here, Mr. X. You broke ground on the main cottage. 
I did. How's it going? Well, it was going great. Um, They tore down the old one. I got all the permits in place, tore down the old one, and started prepping the site, and then told me it was too too wet. They needed to take two weeks off. All right. Which was okay, because I had to come home for X3's graduation this past weekend, so the timing was good. I'm headed back up tomorrow, and hopefully it's dried up enough to, to continue. Now, what part of the process are you involved in? Other than standing around with your cup of Dunkin' Donuts coffee in your hand and going, yeah, yeah, it looks good there. Just keep moving that Uh, dirt over there. Yeah, basically I write checks. (laughs) (laughs) No, I actually, I told my builder when we signed contracts last month, I said, look, the day that we're laying the foundation, the concrete, and it's going to be exactly right here at this exact angle facing this mountain and this sunset, I'm going to be looking over your shoulder and adjusting everything by two inches. And you're going to say to yourself, is he going to fucking do this the whole project? And the answer is no. As soon as I tell you where it goes, I go home and you do the building. I don't care or oh. pretend to do any of that. But I want to be, I have to be up there this week because I need it exactly where I want it. You got to eyeball it, right? I mean, yeah. there is no amount of measuring that that'll do. It's a, it's a purely eyeball thing. Your eyes won't lie. They will tell you what looks right, both looking at the house and looking out at the water. You're on the water, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right on the lake. Yep. Okay. Very nice. Yeah. That and basically, you know, relaying. I'm the relayer. I give the builder the specific choices that Mrs. X makes. <laughs> yeah. Mrs. X to Mr. X to the builder and away you exactly. go. When should it be done? I'm hopeful of late August. I oh. hope to be in it for the fall. But uh, when can see. I come up and uh, spend a bachelor weekend with you watching Stop. football, drinking what? beers? You couldn't do that because it'd be one television up there. <laughs> <laughs> I'd bring a couple. Yeah, you know, you don't know much about main Wi-Fi. Now it's possible. Usually in the fall, I have my laptop split to like four screens uh, oh, okay. up there when I'm watching up there. But uh, you know what? I'll, I'll reach out to you soon. Okay. Yeah, do that. That's great. That's going to be wonderful. Yeah. How many bedrooms will I have? Yeah, it's only going to be two. It's a little bitty one. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, X3 graduate. There's no room for guests, and I said I don't want guests. You're right, exactly. <laughs> this, is, this is the Kaczynski cabin. <laughs> I want to get away from everybody. Pretty close. Pretty close. <laughs> All right. Uh, X3 graduated from Christopher yes. Newport, the very university in Hampton Roads where my daughter is going. She is a rising junior next year. Um, how did he finish? What was his final number? Oh, he did really well. Well, uh, sort of. I mean, GPA. Ah, uh, uh, you know, I don't know, mid threes. Okay, but he was in the leadership program, and he got two minors and one major, and all that stuff that looks good on paper. Um, his only, you know, the only downside is he spent more money in school than his three brothers put together. I don't oh, know why. Really? Wow. Yeah. His monthly spend was high. Oh, yeah, he's an eating machine. He's the <laughs> he's the only little one in the family. And yet he, you know, it's like he's on the McDonald's Taco Bell meal plan. It seems to go four or five times a day. Did he, did he Uber eats you out of house and home? Yeah. Now see when my oldest X one went off to college and I was new with this, I hooked up the Uber straight to my account, PayPal or something with the idea that, Hey, you ever get out at a party, there's ever a problem. Somebody can't drive. Click here, go home. You know, don't ever risk it. And it was great through two kids. 
X3 just freaking pounded that thing hard. <laughs> <laughs> and then Uber Eats came along and it was linked to the same thing. And oh, one boy. thing after another, he'd have good summer jobs, but his money never lasted very long. Yeah. He gets certain amount on the first of each month and it never made it past the second. Yeah. All <laughs> right. So you're now three and a half out of four out of four kids done i don't yep. understand the half well x4 has finished two years of virginia oh. tech so he's halfway home wow the bills are halfway paid wow. until joe biden bails us out right <laughs> stop that <laughs> yeah when when's that reimbursement coming yeah. make sure to have your hand out of your pocket so you don't miss yep. that government cheese I've never wanted a bill to go through that was so wrong. Oh, this. So wrong for the country. and so, It'll uh, cause riots. If this thing 10, happens, there will be riots. There's 10,000 ways it's stupid. But I'll take it, please. <laughs> yeah. well, don't hold your breath. Um, yeah. So that said, uh, let's talk some sports. NBA. Sure. The wow. Suns get destroyed on Sunday night by Luka Doncic and the Mavericks. And it was Booker and Paul being mouthy, cocky, Americanized assholes, making fun of Luka, tapping the ball away after the whistle, and Luka ate their fucking lunch. You know, that was one of... I did not see a lot of last night's game. I was driving home from graduation weekend, long weekend. But I will say this. Seven game series, not a single game competitive. Four to three, all seven huge blowouts. Right. Ridiculous. Blowouts. What does that tell you? I don't know. You're hot, you're hot. You're on, you're on. I'll tell you I, what yeah, it tells today's me. NBA. It's it's space ball, is what they're calling it. It's literally space everybody out, okay. shoot threes. Yeah, they don't go in, you have a bad day. You can't, right, you can't shoot too many threes in yeah. today's NBA. Almost, you know, one of the things that hurt the Suns is that they have, you know, DeAndre Ayton, who can't shoot threes. And he's yeah. a seven-footer. And yeah, he's a rim protector and he's athletic. But if you can't at least credibly threaten from out there, it's almost like they can't play you these days. They can't. And, and, and Dallas figured that out this year with, um, what's his name, Boban. Yeah, who scores more points per minute, I believe, than anyone in the NBA, but it just doesn't fit the, the way it's played anymore. No, it does he not. can score at will, but you put him in and you he can't cover the perimeter, and it's game over. Yeah, it's crazy to see too some of the ex Wizards who are thriving elsewhere, like you know Otto Porter is killing it for the Golden State Warriors right now. the The guy that was way overpaid on a deal that now looks quaint by comparison to some of these bums getting huge contracts. And he's like another deadly three-point shooter on a team that already has Steph and Clay. Yeah, I I'm, you know, don't want to take away from it, but it, it's, it's, it seems like it's all about the right time and right place these sure, days. I sure. mean, sure, I think I could space the floor with Curry. And, well, maybe not, but with, you know what I'm saying. You're on that team. Right. And life gets darn easy. Try to be like the one option on the Wizards and see how you do, yeah. you know. Well, the uh, Final Four is completely different than last year. What do you make of that? I think that's good for the league. New blood, I love it. And none of the stars and none of the so-called big markets are in. Although San Francisco's a big market, so is Miami. And so is Boston. 
<laughs> and and Dallas. Uh, there's no big market. <laughs> No. <laughs> There's no big markets except for markets four, two, <laughs> seven, and nine. <laughs> well, in other words, there's no LA and New York. That's what I meant to say. No LA yeah. and New York. <laughs> well, you know what? But it's you know whenever you, it's that old um, David Goliath thing. You love to have juggernaut teams. You love to have David versus Goliath. But when you get David versus David, you turn the channel. It's not right. what you want. But in this case, at least it's kind of the up and coming i mean luca is becoming uh one of the faces of the league oh yeah uh, warriors always are so that's a big matchup boston is boston so that's cool and and miami's the best team of the four they're the only ones these days that actually you know um play some semblance of i don't want to call it old school but just you know they are still a team concept which is rare yeah what's remarkable is that you know, Miami reminds me a lot of the last starless NBA yeah. champion, which was the 04 Pistons with Rip Hamilton and Ben Wallace. You know, they didn't really have one guy. They were like, this is the superstar. It was a truly collaborative effort. It was the Wizards retreads. <laughs> it kind of was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, all right. So any other thoughts on the NBA before we pivot? To MLB no. and some horses. No, the only thing I was gonna say is it's it's really hard to watch an NBA game, and it's even harder because when why? All, well, because you don't say, "Oh, great quarter, we're up 14. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's gonna swing right. back. Right. And most of these games are just blowouts, and in a quarter or two, you're like, "Yeah, okay, you know, turn it on late, see if it's a game. Otherwise, it's just it's just you know, it's a highlight show. It's not. It's hard to watch a whole game." Yeah, yeah. And they all fall down, too. That's the thing. Jump shooters routinely fall to the ground after landing on both feet and then seemingly falling off balance. Somebody posted a three-minute highlight clip of Shaq dunking on people in the mid-aughts, and not a single player hit the floor despite the fact a 350-pound bull was rampaging in the paint. Yeah, it's a tough one because, yes, there's a lot of flopping going on, but there's also the contesting of the three. You know, you used to True. just kind of hand out and let them go, and right. there's a lot of no calls on those, too. You can't shoot from that far and be bumped and not have an impact. It's not like shooting in the lane. Right. And there's a lot of stuff that doesn't get called. It, it's getting – it's very difficult to um, do that because you don't you don't just hand up on the three anymore. You have to really contest it. And there's a lot of contact a long way from the hoop that they're never used to be. Yeah. Is there, by the way, a way to uh, eliminate flopping at this point? I just don't think I'm, – I'm, we had a big talk about that this weekend. I, I think trying to determine a flop – it's worse in college is absolute waste of freaking time. If, if, if you bump into me and I go down and it's no foul play on, there's no need to go. Aha. It was a flop. It's right. just a no foul. Move on. Yeah. You should never be thinking, judging the intent of, did he do it on purpose? The answer is it was not a foul. Let's go. Yeah. You don't need to get inside their head and say, he fell down on purpose during the NCAA tourney. There was so many times where there was a small piece of contact. A guy loses his balance and goes down, and the morons are calling flops. And it's like, it's not a charge. He just lost his balance and went down. How do you know he was doing it on purpose? You can't make that judgment. Yeah. Well, the uh, going down makes it seem like the contact was stronger and harder than it really was. Sure. And that's what so allows 
Well, but it's hard to sort out. Did he did he really get yeah. knocked that hard, or is he faking it? They're getting very artful right. in their fakery. But you know, here's the thing. You know, someone said, well, the the league should crack down by reviewing tapes the night after games sure. and administering strikes to players and saying, you know, one more strike and you're out of game because you've got two flops called against you. And we don't do it in the heat of the moment. We actually watch the videotape of it. And I said, okay. That's all fine and well, but you can't define a flop. And I use the example of the Len, the then late owner of the Dallas Cowboys, Tech Schramm, before he sold it to Jimmy Johnson. He was opposed to the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. You know why? He thought they were pornography. Do you know who then went into his office and showed him what real pornography is? I believe the general manager, who at the time said, here's a movie called Debbie Does Dallas. This is pornography. And then he's like, oh, shit. Okay, we can have cheerleaders. So your definition, his definition of pornography was a lot different before he saw Debbie Dunn's Dallas than most people's at the time. Exactly. I think the flop has to be like in soccer where there's like absolutely no contact and you just do an absolute fake. But to say there was this much contact, which shouldn't have caused that much of a fall, is an absurd waste of time. Yeah. Okay. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, let's talk horses, shall we? How do you bet the ponies? Okay. I'm going to say a couple things. First and foremost, it's not like I really know horses, but like I always talk to you about in football and baseball, it doesn't matter if you do your own homework. You have to know whose paper to coffee off of. So luckily, I, <laughs> I get horse tips if I, when it's time. I don't know them. But I will say this because, you know, a- a- Andy was, uh, well, he was Andy. Andy was Andy. <laughs> When he, you were talking about somebody, I think it was Andrew Byer or somebody, and he goes, wow, he makes his money doing like trifectas. Yes, that's called betting horses. (laughs) That's like saying you make your money in football betting point spreads. Yes, that's how you bet football. It's not like, but what Andy does is there's two categories. He loves it and gets into every excruciating detail from 1980s. Or scoffs it off like it is nothing. I don't know that, so forget it. And that's what he does. That is so handy. Right? If he loves it, it's like, let's talk every detail. If he does, it's like, ah, that's just gambling, is what he would say to you 20 years ago. You know, ah, it's gambling. That's nothing. It's like, now it's like, ah, it's just horses. It's like, yeah, that's how you bet horses. The bottom line is, you read Win Place Show, 
nobody in the world bets a win play show unless they're, you know, wearing a big cocktail dress and those funny hats. Nobody else bets win place or show. You never really know who's going to win a horse race. I mean, unless it's secretariat. I mean, they're, they're close. Mm-hmm. Most of them. There are two ways to bet horses. Exactas, which I'll skip, which means pick first and second. Well, the most common one is called a trifecta or a try. And I will make this easy, even for those that struggle with math, if you know any of those guys. Um, the bottom line is you see the trifecta is picking who comes in first, who comes in second, and who comes in third. And the first thought is that's impossible. And you see it paying big, big, big numbers. Yeah. How would anybody do that? Well, the answer is it's called a box. Think of the word box as meaning every possible combination. So when I box three horses in a trifecta, that's every combination of those three horses coming in first, second, and third. One, two, so three, three, one, two, two, one, two, exactly. one, three. If the, if the top three come in in any order, you win. But if they come right. in in the exact order, you win even well, more. Well, no, if they come in in any order, it is the exact order. Oh, okay. I and thought there was like yeah, a bonus a where you could box you could box the trifecta and that allows you to also win more if it happens to be a perfect one, two, three. There's no also. It's exactly that. Think of it this way. A trifecta oh. box. Okay, but a box would not pay as much as the true one, two, three. Sure, it That's, does. What a box means, yeah, let me explain that better. What a box means is instead of me walking up there and going, I'd like the one, the two, and the three. I'd like the one, the three, and the two. I'd like the two. You don't sell that. You just box the three. And what that is is six different bets on the six possible finishes, first, second, and third of those three horses. There's six combinations. So, so when you there's six so there's hit, six bets. So the 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 long so the long shot uh, calculation. So in other words, the, the, the highest payout comp, uh, okay, I'm stumbling here, but I get it now. I get it okay. now. It's, so, it's yeah, six, so, so you're buying, you're buying six bets bundled into one exactly. without having to explain it to people. And they'll right. do the math on if the 50 to one shot came in first and then the 30 to one shot, then the five to one, cause right. that would pay more than if it was the other way around. Well, it's going to pay whatever the winner is, but the bottom line is you're, if, if it hits, if your three horses come in one, two, three, in whatever, you're going to have five losing bets and, and one, one winning, winning bet. bet. Right. So that's it. Now, it, to extend on one more thing, a more common thing is, let's say you take four horses in a trifecta box. What? Now you have 24, 24 combinations. And if four to pick three, what is this? The NBA with three to make two? Come on. It's you you can do it. So if there's 24 combinations of those four horses, okay, coming in first, second, and third. So when, when you box horses, three, six, eight, and 10, which I boxed in the Derby, you're pulling for three of those four to win first, second, and third. And if they do, one of your bets hits the trifecta. The other 23 are losers and you don't care. Right. Because it hits huge. Okay. Nobody goes to the racetrack to bet 50 bucks on a horse that ain't going to win. And if it wins, you win 100. Now, keep in mind, the other thing is, think about it this way. When you see them post it, they usually say on a $1 ticket 
or in the Derby, sometimes even a 50 cent ticket or a $2 ticket. Who the hell goes up there and bets $1? So the point is when you do a four horse box, there's 24 combinations. If you said a $1 box on these four, that's $24. It's not like you're, you know, you're not, so it's not like you're, you go, oh my God, 24 different bets. Okay. So, so a ten dollar, so a ten dollar box is would be two hundred and forty. Okay, right. And so, like last at the Derby, the morning of the Derby, I call Dano. I say, "Who's going to win?" He says, "We don't have it yet. It'll be here shortly." Eventually, he tells me the track guy that we know said, um, "Was it three and ten? Three and the, the, the top two horses are going to win. Pick anybody and put them in with the top two horses." Okay, because he said the rest are all a crapshoot. Well, the top two horses come in two, three. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, not, nobody was going to take that long shot on the farthest possible post position. <laughs> but when you look at it and you say, who would have done that? The person who does that is the one who says, give me the two best horses and then throw in some other ones as a flyer. And you put them in a trifecta box, one of your 24 hit for what was it? Two hundred and something thousand dollars. It's not impossible. It's not crazy. So, um, so in other words, the only way to bet horses is boxing trifectas. Boxing trifectas. That's called what I and, and you know we talk about that in football parlays. We call it horse track mentality. When you're trying to take a twenty four dollar box or a forty eight dollar box and hit five thousand dollars, I don't want to bet a hundred to win two hundred. All right, but what about betting a single horse? That's seven to one. That's, Here's a hundred. Okay. Here's a hundred bucks. I want to win seven hundred. That's a big payday for me. I'd be excited. And you know what? I would take that horse and I'd put him with like two of the favorites. And that and that and instead of that hundred to win seven, I got twenty four to probably win five thousand. We'll still get there. Okay. All right. Very good. <laughs> Let me. All right. Go ahead. All right. So let's uh, let's uh, go to baseball here. Unless you've got anything else to add on horses. Uh, no, it's just it's not that hard. It's not that hard. But you want to box them and bet trifectas, and it's not an exotic crazy play and that way you're just pulling for your three horses or three out of your four horses watch them come home like like this week you know if you really like that horse from the derby which by the way was crazy wasn't it what he did ah, um, it, was, it was electrifying it was, not even a horse racing fan i was like no. holy shit look at this thing go it was when you watch that replay first of all it's like two things one thank you everyone for getting the hell out of my way but two kind of got out of his way. They left the rail open. That's what I learned. Never leave the rail open. But before he got to the rail, he weaved in and out of traffic like some Maryland plate Yahoo on the beltway. Yeah. He, he was, it it took two things. It took leaving gaping holes on the rail and in the middle there took gaping holes. And once he had the holes, it was shot out of a cannon, like no horse. Uh, And I'm amazed the talk screen came home clean. I said I'm gonna uh, yeah. I'm gonna wait until the talk screen comes home clean, and it did. And uh, congratulations, Rich Strike, but he's not gonna race in the Preakness. So, <laughs> and, and and that how much more did you worry about the talk screen when he's biting horses? Oh out of yeah, I was like, test him for bath salts while you're at it. This horse is crazy. Oh, All right, hold on. You got one note here. It says Tim, how to oh. always lose. This is not our friend Tim Murray, is it? No, 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 no. Oh, the first man. year I did your pod when we did a bunch of gambling stories, I gave you one about a guy named Tim that couldn't pick yesterday's games right with today's paper. I'll tell you a quick one. Uh, there was a horse race. It was, God, 25 years ago 
we used to have power lunches in DC on Wednesday and play liars poker all afternoon. We go to the, I show up and this guy, Tim, who can't get anything right. is telling everybody he's got a winner in the fifth race at Pimlico or whatever it was. And he had a tip. And I hear him call up. And like you said, bet a horse to win for $500. Well, Dano looks at me like, he might be on to something. So he calls the track guy and says, what do you think about this horse in this race? And the guy says, yeah, I like that horse, but I really like two long shots in that race as well. So we do a trifecta box with Tim's big horse and two long shots. Just then, um, another guy walks in and Dano says to him, does your shot, does your shop allow triples? Meaning the guys said, uh, do they do trifectas, you know, over the phone, blah, blah, blah. Not, not every, not every little gambling site takes triples. Got it. Um, you know, if you're at the track, sure, but not every little website allows them. And he says, oh yeah, sure they do. And I hear him call in our triple 20, uh, there was $24 times four of us. It was $196 bet, a $96 bet. And I hear him call it in and I realize he's called into my shop. And I said to him, I leaned over and I said, you know, they have a max payout of 5,000, don't you? He leans back to me and says, if it pays more than that, it never freaking wins. <laughs> so he's not worried. <laughs> he's not worried. It's not worried. Well, sure enough, 20, 30 minutes later during lunch, the phone rings. It's the guy from the track that says, did you have that? Did you have that? Because it hit for $28,000. So now people are celebrating like crazy, of course. And I'm looking at him going, yeah, there's going to be a problem here. Meanwhile, Tim's lock horse comes in second. So he's down 500. <laughs> Yeah, that's a bad way so, to bet the horses. He comes in second. He loses. His horse comes in second. We had, we ended up uh, only getting the 5K payout on it, uh, as I had seen coming. But nonetheless, yeah. that's why you don't just bet a horse to win. All right. Before we get to baseball and put a wrap on it, uh, quick correction from me. Uh, Bum Bright owned the Cowboys when Tex Schramm was the team president. Team and it president. was Tex Schramm who had to convince Tom Landry, very religious uh, very oh. conservative. He had to convince Landry to allow the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders to be created and put on the sidelines. And Landry was the one that thought it was pornography and he had to be shown via a clip of the movie Debbie Does Dallas. No, no, this is pornography. So there, I've untangled that. Let's talk that some baseball. a lot more sense. I let's, can see Landry doing that. Yeah, That's all right. True. Let's talk some baseball real quick. A little <laughs> live look in at the season picks, which hopefully people got by going to your website, callmemrx.com. Well, I would say this. I know better than to... Um, Start you know, baseball's a long it. season, but, but, if it ended, but if it ended tomorrow, I'd be happier now. <laughs> I'd just like call it done. I mean, everybody that I, I, I mean, I, I would like the season over now. What are um, the three top plays? You put out three official top plays for your record, correct? Our three top were the Orioles under, um, which is not. What's their total? I, th I think it's 64. I don't have it in front of me. And what are they tracking for? They're in the 50s. 60s, but they're going to get worse. They're okay. going to get worse. I don't have any problem with that. Uh, the second one was the Tigers under. They were supposed to be close to 500. Needless to say, they are um, tracking for, I don't know, last I looked, they, they can't beat anybody. Okay. 
Uh, and the the Giants is not looking good under. But my division winners are all in first, and that's why I said I want the season over right now. Oh, okay. I don't think the Twins and Angels hang on, but we took them, and I'd be real happy if it ended. But it's a long, long way away. It's funny. Your season totals, your best bets sounded like 1-1-1, one, one, and one, not 3-0 right now. Know. No, they'll, they'll yeah. be two and one or yeah. three and oh. No, when I said season over, I meant on everything else, not oh, just the totals. Okay. In fact, Dave, I meant to tell you this. Westgate started a totals pool this year. For what? Baseball? To pick all 30 teams over under on the season total, just like their um, uh, football pool, oh, but it's a one time thing. And you- yeah, uh, one of your listeners tipped me off to it. He lives in Vegas. He tipped me off. We entered together. Um, wow. Another guy together. What's, also. what's the stake? Uh, you know, it was whatever the pool is, how many people were in. It was a disappointingly low number in year one. They didn't promote it very well. A thousand dollars an entry. Oh, how much in? I'm sorry. It was only a hundred bucks to get in. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. yeah it was so I entered twice and, um, yeah, I mean, okay. now I'll be like, you know, it's funny cause I did. Uh, I did 24 teams that I was sure of, and then the six I didn't know, I split three and three on each entry, if that makes sense. Figuring yeah. I just hit one. And sure enough, those those six are coming in three and three. I want them to go five and one so I can win one of the two, but it's three and three. So, But anyway, so far, so good on all of that. All right. Last at bat for you. What else do you want to talk about? Oh, how about this? I, I, maybe this is old news to you. But this weekend, X2 pointed out to me that FedEx Field lost the World Cup game. I did not know that. The, the when USA hosts the World Cup, and it's that what's that Joint Americas thing where there's games in USA, Canada, and Mexico. I guess it's in four years or six years, whatever it is. One of the games was supposed to be in FedEx Field, oh. and FIFA pulled it. Because of the the two days after that Jalen Hurts thing with the railing collapse, no way. And they said this field, forget it, and they pulled it and moved it. I think, I think it was God. I can't remember if it was in Pennsylvania or Jersey, but they moved it to lose a World Cup game because your stadium's run down. That's just a horrible thing to happen. That's and I mean, that's a, I'm not a soccer guy, but come on, a World Cup game and you lose it because your stadium stinks. Yeah. Uh, says here in this story, FedEx Field drops bid to host 2026 FIFA World Cup games. Uh, the story is dated April 21st. So they, they're saying they drop, but I guess it's a, uh, I'm breaking up with you. No, yeah. I'm breaking up with you situation. You can't fire me, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, callmemrx.com is a website. Good luck on the cottage, Mr. X, and we'll talk okay. soon. All right, there Thanks, you go. Man. Bye-bye. Let's end on this. Concession prices at the PGA Championship are a flat-out embarrassment. Unless you're incapable of being embarrassed, which I think the PGA of America is. And, you know, tip of the cap and my man John Gould, the CEO, the Middle Atlantic PGA CEO, he's part of the PGA. They got to make their money. I get it. But, bruh, $18 for a Michelob Ultra. Aquafina, the water, six bucks. Stella Artois, a dollar more, 19 bucks. Then you got wine at 13, cocktails at 15, signature souvenir cocktail. Jim Beam, black 
ginger highball, transfusions, margaritas, mules are all $19 a piece. Somewhere, the green jackets at Augusta are cackling, saying, wow, wow, what an unseemly money grab that is by the PGA of America. Why, are your wallet, is your pockets a little bit light? Because we uh we down here at Augusta, we do not find it seemly to be uh, charging prices like that. In fact, uh, domestic beer is a mere $5. And we would have made it less if people carried a $3 bill, but they don't. So we said $5 and you're good to go. $18 a beer at the PGA Championship. Well, got to make your money somehow, right? All right, that's a wrap for today. Thank you so much for listening. Spread the word if you like this podcast, if it's good listening, if it informs, amuses, and otherwise makes your day a little bit happier. Do tell a friend. I appreciate it very much. They don't even have to know who I am or live in D.C. to appreciate the podcast. Thank you for listening. Have a great Tuesday, everybody, and we will see you next time. A 162 games of baseball a season can feel like a grind to watch, but you can put the excitement back into each and every game with my bookie. Run lines, money lines, props galore. Nobody gives you more opportunities to win than my bookie. Getting started is simple. Deposit $300 and play with $200 instantly. Just use promo code ZABE to claim a my bookie deposit bonus. Whether you're a diehard fan or a newcomer to the sport, there's never been a better time to join the MyBookie family. Go ahead and sign up today using promo code ZABE to secure your first deposit bonus up to $1,000 with MyBookie. Whatever you put in, they'll meet halfway all the way up to $1,000. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.com.